0: Hello, my name is Ansis, I'm CEO of Cocoon, and in this session I'm interviewing my business partner, co-founder Christo. The focus of today's conversation is uh, on Christo. I want to explore uh, how Christo has came to be, who he is, and where he's going. Uh, so, uh, Christo, let's start uh, with you coming to this earth. How was it?
1: <laughs> I'm afraid I don't have like super good memory from, from that. But uh, what I, I know from my my parents, then uh, I must have enjoyed it because I what they have said that I was very calm.
0: You were very calm. Is it uh, like a thing in Estonia, or you specifically were a very calm child?
1: From my mother words, I specifically was uh, super calm and uh, and happy with whatever I had.
0: Okay, so very uh, common and uh, happy uh, beginning of the journey. How was it? Can you walk me through your childhood in a couple minutes?
1: Uh, basically, I did not go to kindergarten. So uh, until I was uh, 7, I was uh, at home with my my mother and uh, and younger sister. So most of my days consists uh, playing educational activities sports my my mother was a teacher so she kind of educated and played a lot of educational games uh, with me so when i i got to school i was kind of ready uh, my my teachers wanted me to go directly to the second grade uh, but uh, my parents was not uh, they they did not like this idea so I still started from the first grade.
0: Sports before school, was it like a hobby level or you already were aiming at something on a higher level?
1: In this time there were mainly two sports. <laughs> and one was basketball, which I later on played till I was 20. And this, this came from my father. He started to take me to his trainings when I was three years old. And the second sport was uh, skiing, which was sport of my mother. So during uh, winters we kind of ski every day, every lunch uh, before we ate lunch we went out skiing and then the after lunch nap. So b- beautiful childhood in in th- these terms.
0: Okay, so then do I correctly conclude that uh, from your parents in your early childhood you learned uh, to be active through skiing and? Uh... And uh, basketball. Rather than uh, there's other one popular type of sports uh, called couch, uh, couch potatoing. I, I guess it's not your case.
1: <laughs> yes, def- definitely not. There were uh, sports and all the creative uh, activities. Meaning we draw, we listen music and move ourselves accordingly. We tell told stories to each other. Just try to imagine something. And uh, tell others like what you can imagine, what are the, the colors, how things are moving there, So a lot of uh, creative uh, things which we did.
0: So this means uh, they didn't read you fairy tales, but invented the stories for you.
1: Invented stories, read, and uh, my, my favorite exercise was so that my mother put on some song. Uh, we, we listened the song. And then after the song uh, finished, uh, then we started to each me, my, my sister, and uh, my mother. We we told stories to each other what we kind of imagined when we were listening to the song, like what was the team, who who was there, what was happening, so all, all these kind of uh, stories.
0: How was your uh, next stage, the school years? Were you uh, again happy, correct uh, child or? How was
1: it? <laughs> it was so that my grades were uh, very good. I had all uh, fives. Uh, in Estonia, we we do have a, a special mark of how do you behave. Uh, on that field, uh, uh, I, I wasn't the lowest, but I was the second grade from the lowest. So my my behavior was such that uh, I I asked a lot. I I formulate my own opinions very strongly. I I was able to argue. I I was used to argue. Meaning when uh, like in our home it, it was okay to argue, even when you are five years old or, or seven years old. And uh, and later in uh, in like fifth, six, seven grades, uh, I think this was the time when uh, when some bigger problems started to come up but i was very good at hiding whatever i do meaning if i went out partying and drank alcohol then uh, no one who if i did not want to, no one to know then no one did not know so the, the facade was uh, still this uh, kid with uh, great uh, grades and uh, active in sports, great results in sports, uh, all good.
0: So do I hear correctly that then you kind of uh, started to have two lives?
1: Yes, I uh, at least I have uh, kind of formulated it pretty same way that I, I, I lived two lives. One was uh, with uh, adults who I care about, and then there was this another where I, I just did whatever I wanted and. Uh, and this time, uh, during this time, I also started to do more extreme sports. Uh, the, the basketball was still there, but I also did uh, roller skating. So during the the summers, I spent most of the time in in skate parks, in uh, basketball uh, court, or in the nature. So I was all, all the time outside and uh, mostly with uh, my my friends or or alone. Uh, not too much with uh, with adults
0: so I hear sports uh, sports has been your part of journey all the time Uh, but uh, and we will go there but before that uh, to conclude uh, the childhood so overall including the school years was it uh, all uh, puffy and uh, positive and good or were there some uh, so what was maybe hard and what was easy for you in your childhood? Any main takeaways also from, from that time?
1: What was hard uh, for me was definitely my parents' relationship. Right now they are uh, still together, seem pretty happy and all good. But during that time, uh, their relationship was pretty rocky. Uh, a lot of, uh, I would say, screaming and uh, this tense feeling at home and uh, and some problems with uh, alcohol also. So I think uh, this was the part when I kinda uh pulled myself self uh, away, meaning uh, I, I kinda decided that okay I, I can handle it alone. Uh, I can do whatever I, I want alone and provide myself whatever I need. So I, I stopped sharing my life uh, pretty much with my parents and uh, I, I think I did not share it actually with anyone. I, I I was able to share some pieces for one person, some piece for other person, but no one did not have this uh, whole picture. So I get myself safe that I can show whatever picture I I want. So I I think main takeaway, what I'm uh, truly grateful from my childhood is that I I pay attention. Uh, and I notice uh, details uh, in in people, uh, and for me it was necessary to understand like, okay, what is going on at home? Is have there been any troubles, uh, or is it everything is okay? What is the mood of my mother? What is the mood of my father? How my my sisters uh, feel? So I kind of scanned it all the time, and then I I started to use it also at school. Meaning, uh, I still had uh, good grades, but I did not want to study. So I just studied teachers. I, I kind of understood what they want, what they like, what they dislike, and then I just uh, acted accordingly. Results came. So, so it, of course, it's a sword with uh, with uh, two blades. But uh, I think this is something I'm grateful from my childhood which came out from uh, just necessity.
0: Two blades, exactly, I wanted to say that, uh, because on one hand uh, it gives this uh, uh, hypersensitivity to things and being able to perceive things in other people uh, when it's necessary later in uh, later life. But on the other hand, it can make one too uh, closed uh, and too trying to act as... Uh, like I see the other in a particular way and then I try to act uh, so that uh, the other perceives me as I want him me to, to perceive me but as a result my life turns into act and uh, I, even I start to forget how actually I feel and what actually I think uh, not even speaking about others um, does it somehow resonate with you
1: yes that's uh, exactly what, what I meant with uh, this uh, two blades sword. that it's uh, easy to lose yourself that uh, you will uh, because our all days are interactions people always interact with other people with even animals with nature and uh, if you go through the road and try to be this kind of animal who can uh, change the skin color whatever is needed then uh, when comes the moment when someone ask but what is your true color then uh, it's pretty hard to find it again
0: what is your true color
1: i would say orange
0: Orange, uh, where does it come from?
1: Orange is uh, such a color which uh, it is cheerful, but uh, it can also be pretty sharp. Meaning, uh, like uh, I feel that orange is a strong color which can uh, can bring uh, joy, but also kind of like cut the hole or or a, a bit dangerous also. And uh, I feel this is how I am.
0: To me, uh, Orange is uh, two associations. One is uh, marketing and another is basketball ball. So basketball and sports, uh, let's turn to this phase of your life. Can you share? Uh, I I, I know that you have also had uh, some uh, painful experiences uh, related to sports, your life uh, in sports. Uh, Maybe you could could lead us through.
1: Yes, I think one turning point in my life was after uh, w- when I went to high school. Then I switched uh, cities where I live. I started to live uh, basically alone. Uh, I was 16 then, and I switched uh, the towns because I wanted to become a professional basketball player. So I, I took it very seriously. I I went to another club and where uh, were a lot better conditions. Uh, I started to train uh, 6 to, to 8 times per week. So kind of like professional athlete and also went to high school. Uh, and uh on the second year in the high school uh, when I truly feel right now even that I I was in a peak of my my abilities or, or for that time it was like matter of time only when I I get my breakthrough to the major league. Uh, but uh, I, I started to have pain in my ankle uh, first the doctors did not know what it is but when i got to the right doctor then uh, he said like okay we will have a surgery and uh, this season is uh, ended for you and uh, this was the last season in in a young uh, young younger league and next uh, year i also already needed to play o- only with adults so the time after the surgery i think it was First time when I, I can say I was kinda depressed. Uh, because uh, I felt that my hopes uh, or dreams collapsed. I, I lived alone. It was winter, everything was dark, and my days only consist like somehow trying to get to school, do my classes, get back to my room. Then uh, with those. Uh, I couldn't walk normally, so I had those sticks you, you need to use for walking. Uh, but as it was winter, I still needed wood to to put in oven, so I have the heat. So my my days was uh, kind of rough, and uh, after I I got the, the room heated, I was just uh, laying down in my in my bed and uh, and uh, reading books. So and it was so for uh, almost two months. Uh, and uh, and this this was first time in my life I would say I I truly felt like uh, okay life is hard.
0: <laughs> so this sounds like hard. And what happened uh, next? Did you cure? Because I know you are not. Uh, I don't see you. Okay, I don't watch basketball. If I but if I watched, I know I didn't wouldn't see you on NBA games. So what happened?
1: I really wanted to get back, on playing. So, the moment I I, I got. To walk again, I already went to the training. I did not tell anyone that I still have pains, so not uh, uh, I did not came back right way, and I did not ask help. I just went back and wanted to show that I can still do it, and o- of course I couldn't. Meaning, uh, one thing is that it physically never got uh, in the in the same place, uh, but uh, a lot of mentally also because I was afraid to use one leg. I started to play kind of one directional, so not to use my my right uh, right leg. And uh, with with that, uh, I lost a lot of skill without even noticing, like it was unconscious. But uh, just after half a year my coach uh, asked like but what what has happened uh, why you don't know how to dribble with your left hand or shoot with your left hand anymore it was your one of your strongest points and uh, just then I, I realized that uh, I just could not trust my one, one leg and uh, and from that on I, I think I, I made a decision that uh, okay uh, I, I won't make enough money with basketball, that even if I put in a lot of uh, effort, I, I will still be like lower class player. Uh, I could get some salary, but not uh, decent. And uh, then I, I just uh, kind of... I, I still played, but mentally I, I wasn't there anymore. I, I did not put in uh, my maximum effort.
0: Does it mean that this uh, sports uh, became not important to you or how was it?
1: I cannot say that it did not came or that it came not important for me, but i I was kind of disappointed in, in in life or I don't know in in what exactly, but I was just disappointed. I did my sports, but I was not interested in in much uh, I was rather than interested in uh, drinking alcohol. Uh, going parties, uh, speaking with a lot of different girls, uh, some uh, connection with uh, with the weed. So, I I kind of try to just do things uh, well at school. So by the so no one will ask uh, is it all okay. And then uh, all the free time I just uh, spent on whatever.
0: But uh, you don't uh, leave uh, the impression of uh, someone who has uh, drunk to the ground and is uh, collecting uh, cents uh, for a bottle of beer in the morning near bus station, so still there's uh, some, something pulled you out, so what, what is it?
1: I think even that time I did not like let myself get uh, into right to the ground, meaning I was, the, the main thing in my head was that uh, I, I need to be able to handle myself alone. So this this was very important for for me that I don't need any support for uh, no one. So when I was uh, still at high school I already worked as a basketball coach also. Uh, I I started working summers when I was 14 and uh, till that well, from from that time I I worked uh, at least 2 months in, in the summers. I had pretty good summer job in Finland where I I get enough money to leave another nine months, so I, yes, I, I was able to manage myself so that I was, my, my head was up, so I, I can, I got my things done.
0: But uh, as, as far as I know you, basketball is not all there is uh, with you and sports. Can you tell about the rest of your sports life? And how you got there and why?
1: After the high school, I, I, I moved again, uh, this time to to Tartu, where I now live again. And uh, first, I, I still played basketball here, uh, just for fun. This was enough, uh, but then another injury came, uh, with my backbone. And then uh, I remember it was first of April, the full day. Went to the doctors, and the doctor said like, "Hmm, your backbone is pretty okay. If you would." Uh, be 70 years old, and I was like, "Okay, great joke, but really, what is it?" And uh, and he was like, "Just don't run. Until you are not running or jumping, everything is fine." <laughs> and uh, then I started to play such a game as uh, disc golf, uh, which is now solo game as a golf, but with freebies. And uh, I do have this. Competitive uh, competitiveness in my in in me that uh, I do want to compete. I, I enjoy it a lot, uh, so I started to play this the disc golf. Uh, got uh, even in Estonia national team. And uh, and from my from the knowledge from the basketball and from the childhood to pay attention, I also already started to kind of guide other players just by seeing what, what is working, what is not paying attention. So this I also took seriously until the same thing kind of happened. I, I do under I did understand that if I want to take the next step as a professional athlete, uh, I need to train at least twice as much to train at least twice as much. I, I can't go to daily work. So for me it was mathematical calculation that uh, okay I don't see that I can uh, with disc golf uh, provide myself uh, enough uh, uh, cash basically, so I, I again kind of cut it short uh, and uh, right now it is so that sometimes I I play basketball sometimes I play disc golf but neither of those are like actively my my main things anymore which uh, i i do is i i do also help uh, athletes in uh, mental preparation to prepare themselves for uh, for competitions
0: so you have gone through this experience with the life not letting you where you wanted to go with this uh, health problem and now you uh, support uh, other athletes what is it that what are the main things that you can give them and share with them that they can't find in books or in uh, in internet articles, maybe
1: they get uh, super personal approach. Not even sure where I have got uh, this uh, ability to with questions to to actually understand what what is the biggest uh, blocker for a person usually, and uh, with athletes uh, by by talking with them I I, I can in most cases understand at least one two or three blockers which uh, causes them uh, the, the most fear in in competition so and uh, and then we we find uh, practical uh, exercises just as they have like athletes they have used that there are exercises to train something and the only difference with me is those ex- exercises are not physical exercises are exercise for, me- for mental so there are a lot of not doing uh, things they, they try to just differently first consciously and, and observe the, the outcomes and and the second thing is uh, in sports it's a lot about routines but in routines you have to be very conscious that each time you are doing the, the similar uh, movement you are doing it exactly the re- same time in uh, same way in training in competition, in your free time, it doesn't matter. Only this is the way how that kind of pattern grows into you. So we find those patterns, which are not serving those athletes well right now and then uh, try to reprogram it. So it, uh, it will uh, support uh, their, uh, their outcome, not uh, decreasing, uh, decreasing it.
0: And what are some of those main blockers?
1: One, which I have recently shown in, in, in many cases is to the fair is to to look stupid uh, it, it comes up usually so that uh, the fair kicks in when uh, the athlete is trying to do basically the easiest movement of the of the sports they are doing so for example if it's basketball then they, they kind of get tense when when they are absolutely free alone under the basket and and uh, same in disc in golf when uh, they are like 5 meters away from the basket which is basically the easiest shot there can be then it it is the place where the fair comes in because the self image is is grown so that in any way they can't miss it it's just not part of their uh, self image but now if they do it will collapse and this is a major pressure that athletes are carrying with them all the time. So we we deal a lot with the self-image, and, and uh, one of the uh, one of the great uh, not doings for that is uh, some athletes. We we have agreed with them uh, that they have to kind of uh, for at least for for example for their uh, family sing some silly song once in a week just to be in this silliness and to see that uh, even though they feel uncomfortable, nothing bad happens.
0: But on the other hand, there's another dimension that I see to it, it is also a very important moment. On one hand it is easy, but on the other hand it's a key moment, it's an important moment because now, now this is it, now you need to hit. And uh, is it only to sports, to athletes or is it also, do you see parallels in other areas? What about entrepreneurs for example?
1: there are definitely parallels uh, meaning uh, the the self image uh, kind of challenge uh, is is uh, it doesn't mean or doesn't matter if you are an athlete or or entrepreneur uh, in, in both cases uh, people uh, and me myself uh, definitely also uh, build up some kind of image whereas where, where uh, certain things are not accepted because it seems easy and uh, I should not fail with that because it is not part of my, my, my image. And now, but with uh, entrepreneurs, which I see, they usually try to escape from those situations. Like in, 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 uh, in athletes, they, they know they have to be in this situation. There is no way out of it. But uh, in en- entrepreneurship, uh, there is, uh, there are many ways you will uh, kind of do it some other way even though you know that there is a straight way <laughs> you you just need to go and start making calls it's just easy example which are for estonians uh, often uh, uncomfortable and uh, now the entrepreneur starts to find ways how he should not make the calls like through marketing through hiring new people through telling that uh, anyway it is not working finding excuses but, but the real challenge is that uh, I, I kind of feel humiliated if uh, someone tell me that uh, I'm not interested in what you're offering. So, so very similar in my opinion.
0: Sorry to disappoint you, but it's not only Estonian thing. Uh, there's this even saying that uh, uh, founders try to code problems away and with coding meaning just work on product instead. And uh, this reminds me of one video that you sent me, where there was this idea that uh, there was a story about one uh, leader who uh, admitted to talk only with, about one thing with uh, his team members. Uh, this way f- forcing them to focus on what's the main thing, because usually everybody knows what's the main thing, but it's easier to work on 10 things and then not have enough time for the main thing, or have a little time for the main thing, because main thing sometimes is uh, mentally hard to go through. There's nothing hard uh, in essence, but mentally it, you need to challenge yourself. We already somehow got into this uh, entrepreneurial uh, environment, but uh, I want to get us uh, slightly back uh, from sports uh, and being a well teacher for, uh, and uh, yes teacher for uh, athletes. Uh, there's still this part about teaching, uh, which I know you also have. Uh, I guess you are the youngest uh, person who is at the same time a teacher who's in my network because most of other people who I know who are teachers they're my teachers from my 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 uh, school and study years so tell me uh, how did you end up being a teacher and uh, what was there and why is it not there? why are you not uh, teaching still in school i mean
1: I will start from the other end. Why I'm uh, not teaching anymore? Not to be ignorant, but I think I, I got uh, this learning what I wanted to get from the experience. Uh, I, I just got it with three years, and then uh, it was enough for me. And uh, the experience what I, I I wanted to get there was uh, mainly kind of threefold. One was uh, to practice uh, speaking in in front of people. School is like super good place to do it. You have to do it every day. Second was to learn how to even better connect with people because uh, I was uh, when I was teaching. I was teaching in high school, so the the students there were 16 till uh, till uh, 19, so almost uh, adults already, and uh, I had an opportunity to to work with a lot of people, understand their challenges get them to talk uh, with me share myself and uh, and just learn the craft how ha- how to you know, communicate with very different people so that uh, that uh, both sides will understand each other and the, the third thing uh, my 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 mother my grandmother my grandfather they all have been teachers and uh, and this educational field is something that is close to my heart. Uh, uh, in my opinion, the education that uh, is given has a huge impact on uh, the whole society because uh, kids uh, are uh, spending their uh, like a lot of time in schools. So schools have a lot of impact. What kind of people they will grow out. And uh, I, I wanted to understand how is it uh, in Estonia. What do we do? How we are doing it, and uh, maybe improve it uh, at least a bit. So from the Im- improvement side, I, I think I I invented one curriculum. Uh, I wrote it myself. Uh, it was called uh, Basics of Learning, and I think with that I I, I had pretty good impact. Meaning uh, all the tenth graders who came to the high school, they got this uh, this course from me, and we just went through. What is learning? What are the techniques to 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 learn to understand something? What is uh, information? What is knowledge? Why you need to put things in practice to actually be able to use them uh, later on? How to memorize things? Like it, it sounds like basics, but uh, I got a lot of good feedback that it it changed the whole way how students looked on on uh, learning. And he uh, also asked how I uh, how I got there. This uh, is very funny because I got there so that I just wrote an email to a headmaster. Uh, the, the school where I wanted to go was just opened, brand new school, very nice house, uh, all new ideas. and I just wrote an email. There was no work advertisement and I have not uh, been in university learning uh, teachings. Uh, I just wrote an email that uh, this school looks really cool. I do like uh, what you plan to do there. Then I gave him an overview of what I have done in my life and just told that uh, if you have every, anything open, I would like to work in in this organization. He called me to interview, told me that uh, sadly we don't have any open spaces, and the next day someone else from the school called and told that okay, but uh, I have ordered to give you a work, so come here, let's see what you are going start to do. So later on I was a uh, student council, project manager and a uh, teacher there.
0: So you never know until you ask.
1: That's uh, absolutely right, yes. Uh, and uh, I, I enjoyed those three years a lot. Uh, I, I highly recommend people to give themselves this experience of being a teacher. Because truly it, it is one place where you can learn how to communicate the whole variety of people. The the students are all super different. And if you put in effort to get connection with each one of them, who you give classes, then it it, it will uh, teach uh, one uh, like magnificent things about uh, humans as such.
0: How do you see from your experience uh, teaching uh, uh, young people and now working with athletes and entrepreneurs Um, How does uh, this education differ and is it possible to teach or educate uh, an adult? What's the difference working with an adult versus working with a kid?
1: It's hard to say uh, on that field that it's so varies from person to person. But uh, the main difference uh, I do see is uh, Usually, adults and especially entrepreneurs, they have at least in 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 their mind they have like a clearer goal they are going to or going toward. Uh, with, with their company, they kind of they have at least they they wants They they know how to say I I want to become unicorn for example, or I want sales to be better. So face value things they can say with. Uh, with students, uh, they are usually not able to verbalize what they want. Even, uh, for example, if they want some kind of support, they just show that they are sad, but uh, there is not yet this capability to ask for support. Uh, so, in adults, in in uh, most cases, it's uh, a bit more evolved. But uh, on the other hand. Uh, uh, kids uh, tend to be more sincere. They will not hide so much uh, what what is uh, causing their uh, them sadness, anger, joy. With uh, adults, uh, there are first many to get through. So first layer of defense, second, third, and then after fifth, you will you will get to the to the point. So with uh, with kids, it uh, happens faster if if they start to trust you
0: what is this thing that either unlocks or keeps the trust locked for longer
1: it doesn't matter is it uh, children or uh, or uh, or uh, adults uh, athletes or uh, entrepreneurs what i have seen that uh, if i'm genuinely from my heart interested what is going on in uh, in other person life and uh, and business or in in sports and I'm actually all, throughout the whole process. I'm really interested in uh, how can I support this person. Then the trust remains when there starts some kind of uh, acting or uh, or something changes and uh, I, I have some other agenda or something. Then it is felt and all, all the defenses are on again. So f- for me, it is genuine uh, interest. Yes,
0: so. Now you also work as a mentor with the entrepreneurs, not only athletes and uh, both groups are people and uh, now I read sometimes in the news that uh, new and new startups are coming in the scene who propose to do both psychotherapeutical and uh, mentoring or coaching approaches. Uh, led by artificial intelligence uh, through, currently, mostly through the form of chatbot. But then I'm thinking, so uh, I as a user, I I know that on the other side of the screen uh, there's no human, there is only a script or machine algorithm, uh, and am I capable of tricking myself to believe that uh, that thing on the other side truly cares? because I know that it cannot care at all. So, is it possible that I will truly open to that thing? If yes, then is it because I have tricked myself into believing that it cares, or I know that uh, it will not disclose my conversations, it might give me good answers if I am absolutely open. It's like, you know, uh, it's a easier for someone to do stuff when he thinks that no one sees? So is it easier for someone to open up to a chatbot because he perceives it so that no human sees it? So it's somehow there's one one thing is this truly caring but on the other hand maybe there's this element of uh, no one sees but in the case of mentor someone sees and if someone sees then This means for me to be truly seen, and to be truly seen is to open up and to allow myself to become dependent and vulnerable on the other person. But if it turns out that the other person does not actually care, then my vulnerability uh, gets wounded, which most probably cannot happen in the case of uh, AI bots. So what do you think about this? What are your reflections on this?
1: Many thoughts. First, I think those AI bots... Are good for kind of procedure when one needs a blister. There is a fresh wound, small wound, and it needs a blister. Very methodical uh, procedure, and uh, if we would have uh, robots, uh, then when you go to the doctor, uh, it could also be like mechanical uh, thing. But uh, now, if you go on on deeper level things, then I see mentoring as an Art, not purely science, but as an art, because there is so much, even scientists don't know about brain, about behavior, and uh, and mentor can can only be like very present and uh, and uh, very personal with with the mentee, and from that comes out the, the beautiful dance. I, I would say that the, the art arting uh, and uh, and the, the opening up uh, for some people it might be easier to open up for for a chatbot so no no one uh, will see but the very problem is that uh, it, it means they, they won't be able to put this opening up into practice because now when you, they go back in their uh, everyday life where they now need to put the practice this uh, new opened up uh, uh, power with, which Game. Now there is people. You are doing business with people. You are interacting with people. And uh, if uh, you can't train that in 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 mentoring, you will train it with a computer. Then again, it's all new uh, playing field, all new sports. So you have trained the wrong thing. You you can even get good in it. But then you go out and now there are real people, and uh, the same block it's come back. So uh, I think the AI can be used but uh, only together with uh, with uh, at least for now only with a uh, real person so that the science and art part uh, can kind of blend together.
0: So now you work as a mentor you support other people what else do you do? can you share what's on your plate now and uh, what what do you see in it? specifically for you what are how does it matches your strengths and your aspirations and your feeling of purpose what what you feel is yours so tell me about the present
1: right now beside mentoring uh, i'm also leading a company of cocoon with you (laughs) so on the professional side um, in the cocoon i also dealing with sales this is uh, kind of a learning curve process for me, uh, the easy part uh, in sales is again to connect with uh, people and uh, the harder part is to kind of transfer the, the experience I, I can imagine for them so that uh, the other person can also see the, the clear picture I, I, I can imagine and, uh, and then choose if this is the value for for him, beside uh, business uh, and reading about psychology, mentoring and uh, sales, uh, I try to spend time in uh, in nature. Even if uh, at least in in Tartu we have a river in in the center of of uh, town, so if I I don't uh, get the time to go further on, then uh, I I walk uh, by the river. Uh, I feel again from even from the childhood my father took me a lot uh, into the nature and uh, this is something where i i feel connected uh, hard, hard to describe but uh, uh, but nature is really real for me meaning it is not made by by humans it is not built it has just uh, evolved and uh, and uh, it gives this uh, this uh, unison feeling to be part of it, to to walk in in forest, uh, you can kind of feel how it is all have just evolved naturally, uh, found the best way to to fulfil its uh, purpose. Meaning, if you see the trees, which have kind of kind of this this way somewhere near the cliff, uh, you, you see that the the tree knows its purpose and it has done. All that it, he, he or she can to, to fulfill it. And of course, uh, some, some usual daily tasks. Uh, uh, I, I do every day. Like uh, now more than month I have uh, meditated. Uh, before I also meditated but not daily. But it, it is a practice and it needs uh, also to be a habit. And uh, then the time resources kinda used.
0: I will try to imitate this voice. Whoa, 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 whoa. tree knows in purpose, Christo, what do you mean with that??
1: <laughs> mm, meaning uh, that uh, for, for tree it's very easy. meaning it knows why it has grown. It, there is no messiness. Uh, the tree is here to, to grow as big as it can, and then after some time die, That's it. And uh, this is enough for a tree to do whatever it can, meaning uh, I do see that uh, all life is connected. Uh, It might sound uh, very spiritual, uh, but I I don't consider myself uh, somehow enlightened or something. It's just the way how how I see world that uh, everything is connected and almost everything is uh, alive and therefore if if something is alive it, it has purpose but i think only for humans uh, it is uh, super hard to to find or understand like what what is the purpose
0: so you are saying that uh, humans have a purpose is it uh, somehow unique for each or can you explain your view on this or or is it so that i can choose what is my purpose or do i or I have it and I need to uncover it. So any reflections on this?
1: This is o- always controversial because uh, if I, I do believe that uh, there is uh, one purpose, but uh, uh, different parts, how, how to get there. Why, why it is controversial because one can say, but okay, if I have my, my purpose already there, why should I do anything? Uh, and uh, how I see it is that uh, with with the lifetime you will never actually get to the end of the purpose and the more that you do the closer one can get so if uh, if one chooses not to do anything then uh, yes uh, the, the person is still on the same path but just not moving closer and uh, but where comes the fulfillment and joy of life is is when the understanding is that okay i i i made a new uh, next step closer to my my purpose I, I am closer to that somehow it it uh, this evolves and it grows inside and the, the clearer the the picture gets the the better the feeling gets and uh, i think this is the, the the main thing what we as a human uh, want to get to to feel well <laughs> to feel in in right place uh, doing the right thing uh, it it, it gives the calmness uh, I think I, I had when I, I was born.
0: This what you uh, tell about uh, strongly resonates with me and I uh, think this is also one of the uh, group of founders that I'm interested to attract and to work with those who uh, at least have the urge to seek what's, the, what's my purpose and how can I uh, put it, my heart into it and my company into it. Uh, It's not necessary that I have clarity about it, but at least I have the urge. Mm. On the other hand, uh, uh, many founders uh, maybe uh, are in a position where it doesn't feel important. What's important is to uh, build something useful, uh, earn money from exit, and then figure out what to do with life. Uh, How do you see this uh, group of people?
1: as I said uh, the parts can be very different uh, and uh, this is all good and I think for for some people this is their their part and their purpose to to put together uh, companies and exit and do it to uh, it again. but uh, I, I think the, I'm not sure if it is a problem but uh, let let's say that the problem arises when uh, one is seeking achieves the, the very thing, and now still feels meh. Then uh, it is very clear sign that uh, okay, you you took a bit wrong direction. Now course correction need needs to be made. So uh, I I strongly recommend uh, almost uh, everyone who I work with. Uh, to yes, if you have picked your course, go 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 go. But then uh, somewhere you have to check like okay scan yourself I have made it almost where I, I plan to get how do I feel now? Is it something I, I, I want to continue doing till the end of my life or I, I actually feel that each day I'm going toward that I, I'm losing something and uh, and this is the place where, where one can understand like okay maybe I need to now run this direction uh, I, I don't believe that uh, there is a person who, is born and uh, goes through the life all the whole the life just uh, straight line towards the purpose. I think it's al- always like like that. Uh, main thing is that it is not going absolutely away from it. Then uh, then the real pains uh, start to feel.
0: From what you said, I tend to agree regarding I think regarding entrepreneurs, but when I think about other, there is for example a musician someone who, at the age of four or five, uh, starts out as a classical music pianist, uh, rather high probability he will uh, do it all his life and feel fulfilled and uh, radiate his fulfillment to others as well. So maybe it also d- it slightly depends on an, in, in which uh, uh, undertaking of life am I?
1: Yes, definitely. There are, uh, in, in everything, there are exceptions. Uh, of course, but this uh, this probability is uh, very low
0: probability of uh, Mozart uh, being a Mozart uh, is not high I will agree <laughs> can you share with me what are some of the things that uh, now looking back at uh, what you have learned and experienced and uh, what you help others to see what are some of the things that you know that you think others uh, might not know and uh, it's good to know them and let's even put it so that maybe even not don't know but uh, maybe do not comprehend fully or see the full importance of it
1: two main things uh, that first came in my mind uh, first is that uh, everyone struggles i, I have not uh, met a person who don't have a challenge because challenge is uh, basically the only way to to grow and get new power in, in order to to make ne- next steps so to have a challenge and to feel uncomfortable in this challenge is t- the most natural place to be. Uh, so the uncomfortable being uncomfortable does not mean that something instantly needs to be changed. It can be very easily so that uh, you feel uncomfortable but you are doing the right thing. The, the suffering is something that uh, should not be there for a long time but uh, as you have uh, also written very well pain is not suffering pain is uh, temporary and uh, and the second thing uh, is that uh, we as uh, humans we have a lot of patterns which uh, we we often don't notice and uh, it's much easier for others to see our patterns of behavior uh, thoughts uh, reacting uh, therefore uh, it is uh, very important and uh, offers a lot to openly take take the feedback from uh, people around you ask feedback uh, to to have those interactions because if you can know your patterns then uh, you can decide do I, I like this pattern do I want to change change it or, or what to do it but as long as it is uh, automatical, then uh, it, it just rules the, the way how 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 the pers- person lives. So this is something which, uh, like, the, the more I work with people, the more I see that uh, mostly it's all patterns. And when you can put them together, then you can uh, start work on on patterns uh, to to support you towards the way you, you want to go.
0: Where do you want to go?
1: On professional level, uh, I I want to be one of the best mentors in uh, at least Europe, and uh, this is both on on entrepreneur and uh, athlete sides. So, uh, in able to get there, uh, I want to go forward on on the journey of discovering myself, uh, because uh, we are mostly working through mirrors so we can see in others what we can see in ourselves and what we have so to widen my scope uh, i i need to dig deep and uh, see more corners uh, aspects these same patterns uh, that i have so i can uh, de- detect those in, in others and help them to show see it and then use it uh, for for them so mentorship and being support for uh, people who are interested in themselves and and want to live fulfilled life. Uh, this is the, the goal over I am going to support them, be part of their journey for some time, and then move to another journey.
0: Do you want to add something to this story?
1: Yes. Uh, what I want to add is uh, if I have uh, recap my my life and my biggest uh, changes in my life, then I have seen that all the biggest changes uh, as came so that I did not I, I was not able to anticipate those kind of things happening meaning I was not able to anticipate that uh, I will uh, be a teacher or uh, I will uh, build my own startup or uh, I will uh, now work in uh, cocoon and uh, run cocoon with you and uh, Lemberpo, uh, Rain Lemberbo Ryan Alexander so I, I think it's super important to just believe <laughs> in life and to to have the belief that good things are uh, are happening if uh, you put in the effort and uh, even if uh, if i can't see like super clearly how i will get where i i, I want to go and maybe i will even not get exactly this, this place but somewhere else then good things happen unexpectedly and uh, Almost out of nowhere, so changes can be very, very fast. And meanwhile, those changes uh, want just to maximize the the moment when, uh, when one is take maximum of the where where I am right now. I'm here doing this interview with you, and uh, I feel truly great doing it.
0: Happy to hear. Okay, thank you, Christel, for uh, sharing your story. Uh, I also got uh, got impulses uh, from what you mentioned, you talked about challenges, importance of them for growth, also about uh, mirrors, um, and there are some other things, uh, so this gift